just 90 sitcoms, no um, cartoons. Yeah, 90s cartoons. Yeah, 90s, 90s, 90s TVs. 90s TV. Hello and welcome to a brand spanking new brand spanking new What's with Millennials podcast where we talk about anything and everything that deals with pop culture, tech, and media. My name is D. Adonis, sitting here with the co-host Becca and Jeremy. Alright, and the topic for today is 90s television. But before we get into that, how is everyone doing today? Good. Good. Jeremy, it was just your birthday. It was just, yeah, yeah. What'd you do for your birthday, man? I went to school. Yeah. Fun? Yeah. Awesome. That, 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 you didn't that, do anything? That, you didn't turn up? Did I turn up? How do you know? I went know? out to eat. I went out to B-Dubs. Okay. Yeah. I can't go wrong with that. This is so good. That is. I used Wings to work and there. beer. You can never go wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, I used to work there. I hated it. But, uh... <laughs> I would never work there. That would take the fun out of it. Yeah, exactly. You're like, I like that place still. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Becca, how's your week been? Good. I know that you kind of had some stuff you were yeah. dealing with. Yeah, but it's been okay. But we are glad to have you I'm back. I'm glad to be back. Not in Reading anymore. It's 110 every day. Oh my gosh, jeez. I, I thought serious, it was better here. It was so hot. That is ridiculous. I looked at 11 o'clock in the morning, and it was 79 degrees here in Sacramento, and it was 100 in Reading. At 11 yes. o'clock in the morning. That's ridiculous. It's too early to be hot. It's too early to be 100 degrees at 11 o'clock in the morning. I was like, it's oh too my early gosh. to be that hot. Just for no reason. Poor K. <laughs> All right. Um, so before we get started on uh, 90s television and our personal opinions about that, I'm going to get started with some news. We need like a news intro, like news time or something like that. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. Hey, anyway. Jeremy, we'll, get there. We'll, we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Jeremy, give me a news time. Go. from uh, Forbes recently stated that millennials are building careers on social media and their story they stated that in a study conducted by Bentley University 67% of millennials plan on starting their own business one day while a mere 13% said uh, they wanted to climb the corporate ladder what does this mean for millennials hmm. it's time to stick it to the man <laughs> <laughs> um I personally think that it's that's we're very wide open, wide eyed, kind of like always kind of seeing um, some kind of positivity in the future that we're always trying to go for, um, opposed to just kind of having the white picket fence and like settling down. And uh, we kind of want to all be our own bosses. Yeah. It seems to be the trend lately. Yeah. If you can't, if you can't do away, find a way by making a way. Yeah. I like that. All right, next one. Ooh, okay. Jeremy, you're going to like this. This is a superhero one. Okay. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. Another reboot of the Spider-Man franchise has been causing an internet uproar over leading lady Zendaya, who is a multi multicultural actress because many believe that she is going to be the new Mary Jane. So there are people who are offended by this. Becca, do you know who Mary Jane is? From Spider-Man. Yes. The red-headed girl. Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, a lot of people are, are upset about this, or the internet is, um, simply because 
they believe that the leading role who they casted is by a multiracial girl who is um, darker skin toned and has uh, brunette hair. Than she was like in the comics or yes. something? Okay. Yes. So there are a lot of people upset by this. Um, on the other side, some people are saying, oh, the internet is just being racist and they need to open up about this. But how, how do you feel about culturally changing how, like millennials culturally changing how how we are presenting ourselves through our media creatively hmm. i think this what goes a lot back to when we talked in the podcast a couple weeks ago at the disney about like making elsa gay or like i don't know i think it goes yeah. back to that where people are just changing things to be politically acceptable i guess mm-hmm. that's true i don't really have a problem with it though i don't know <laughs> spider-man <laughs> it like, what else? it's fine <laughs> That's true. Well, I mean, I guess I'm kind of biased because I think Zendaya's hot. Zendaya, if you are listening to this, write me. She sure. is, oh my God. I don't know yeah, what look she up, looks look like. a picture of her, but no, she's, oh, she's fine. Anyway, she's young though, so I feel bad. Anyway, <laughs> Jeremy, we're both multicultural, Jeremy. So, I mean, we, we would love new opportunities opening up for us. And me wanting to uh, be an actor, that was my first major that I had. I understand that it is hard for people of multi- um, racial backgrounds to be capable of finding these roles. Um, but how do you feel like that, that they're, they're trying to somewhat change tradition or change the traditional look of a person by giving them a different racial background? I feel like people, honestly, hopefully this answers your question. People just need to relax, man. <laughs> Spider-Man's already been redone like five million times already <laughs> in every true. which way. Spider-Man is like Stanley's experimental child. It's like, I'm gonna make him good, I'm gonna make him bad, I'm gonna make him white, I'm gonna make him black. I'm gonna just do everything <laughs> with this guy. But people need to relax. They need to first start understand that that's really, when you think about it, what it is. Um, then you should understand that, you know, it is giving that opportunity for different races to be mixed into this because, honestly, think about it. When comic books were first, you know, becoming that popular back in the day, it was nothing but a bunch of, um, unfortunately, Caucasian people that were into them or that yeah. were depicted within the comic books. So now we're finally coming to the age of realization and trying to mix it up. Spider-Man is the best way to go. I don't know. I mean, if you did redid the Hulk and made the Hulk Terry Crews or some big black guy, that'd be kind of fun too. That would be more accurate. Right? I think so, right? I can see that happening. But the thing is, like, honestly, there's only been one real black superhero in all of times. And Mary Jane's just a supporting character within the storyline. Is this her? Yep, that's her. That oh, is she's her. cute. No, she's right? fine. Yeah, but. Oh, well, if she was ugly, then it would be like. <laughs> Right. Yeah, no. If she was ugly, who wants an ugly Mary Jane? Oh, jeez. That just doesn't work. Yeah, I'd be real. The only thing is, the only other famous black superhero was Spawn. The hell Spawn. Yeah. Ugly creature played by none other than Michael J. White's bad yep. motherfucker extraordinaire. All of that, but he, he nailed it. He was like the first one in... Let's, let's mix him up in there. Come on. Speaking of which, you know he is a real martial artist. Oh, I know everything about real, him. Real, real. He is the real deal. <laughs> like I said, bad <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> extraordinaire. He's the black Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Deep words, very deep. <laughs> All right, and um, last bit of news. Um, you guys probably heard about this. Uh, football fans. I thought you were going to say Donald Trump. My oh, no. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't make that mistake. Um, Colin Kaepernick, (laughs) a football player on the 49ers team, has been turning heads. 
During the national anthem at a pregame, he opted to stay seated during the song. Many found this disheartening, but in a statement he said um, that it was because of America being unjust, of, um, of police officers being paid leave and being quote-unquote murdering um, his people. Jeremy, you come from a military background, so something like this, I definitely want to try to get your opinion on. Um, have you heard of this, first of all? Oh, I've heard. I'm well aware. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, how, what? how do you feel about this? You fought for our country. I feel like, honestly, when I first read over it and then reread and reread over it, just to get the facts straight on, you know, why he's doing what he's doing. I still can't kept coming back to the same question. What's the problem? I mean, standing up, showing respect, you show respect on the field, you show respect and loyalty for your team. You live in a country, you're getting paid by one way, shape, or form by the country to do what you do. You play in the country. What 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 is it so hard to stand up for, you know, a couple of minutes at attention? You know, and just pay the respect. I, I have to do things I don't like doing all the time. I don't get <laughs> big. What is it like? Sixteen mil, twenty mil? How much? How much was this contract? Oh, again? I don't know. It, too much. It, it was a lot, and you can't stand up for two minutes. You shouldn't play. If you can't stand up, then why should you be able to stand up on the field and play? That's all I gotta say. Okay. Well, playing devil's advocate for this. Um. I am with the Black Lives uh, Matter movement. Um, I can see how how someone can be, uh, you know, uh, offended by by having uh, or feeling like our people are getting slaughtered out in the streets. Um, I identify with that greatly. Um, me and Jeremy both come from ethnic backgrounds, so so we can understand that. Man, I don't know. I, maybe it just wasn't the right platform to be doing it at. Doesn't when would you are there occasions where like he you could say that he has cops that would be protecting him in one way shape or form, rather it's to I don't know he's he's tall and he's built I don't think he needs no I mean but still <laughs> think about the boys that are getting paid at the stadium to uh-huh. work the shift there are cops there protecting you could say theoretically him the whole stadium that's, that's what true. they're there for so. No matter what, he's still benefiting from the purposes that job provide. That's true. That police provide, excuse me, within our country, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Well, with that, with that said, I think that we can all at least agree that um, we all support, uh, one, freedom of speech, and, and two, being able to fight for equal rights for everybody, regardless of your background. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just leave it with that. Um, but yes, going back to our main topic, 90s television. <laughs> All right, uh, first impressions, Becca. What was your favorite 90s television show? Friends. Friends. Hands down. Um, no, having to think about it. <laughs> no. <Friends. laughs> no, not that. Yeah. But why, why was that your favorite tele- television show? I have no idea. I just really like the group dynamic of the show. Uh-huh. And I can I have them all on DVD all the seasons. Yeah. I watch them every day. It's just oh always gosh. on oh. in the background of my house yes. all the time. 
And you know what? That's... I laugh the same the same jokes that uh-huh. have been on since the nineties. <laughs> like I've only n- never heard it before. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it's such a funny Man, show. That, that's like one of the top grossing like shows of like all time as well. Yeah, I feel like it's getting more popular lately too. Like come, making a comeback, the show like going on Netflix and stuff. Yeah, it wasn't on Netflix and now it is. So I think people are watching it now. Wow. Okay. It's been on for almost a year now, maybe. But... I was a game. fan before that I had it on DVD. <laughs> and then, you know what? You bring up a good, interesting point that we are a generation of cable cutters. Mm-hmm. We're a majority, well, I wouldn't say a majority, but a lot of us actually don't pay for cable. We will just be fine with our Netflix and Hulu. Yeah, I don't. Just, you, you don't? No, you I do that. No. Yeah, I yeah. am. Perfect. Perfect. If I like All a TV it. show, though, I'll buy it on DVD, like I'm collecting the Big Bang Theories and yeah. stuff, so... There you I go. Such a good show. It's not a 90s show. <laughs> it is <Okay>. good though. <laughs> okay, okay. Jeremy, what was your favorite 90s television show? Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Hey! Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Got a little Willie Smith, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I really do. I have I have theirs on DVD too. Not all of them, but I'm yeah. collecting that too. I love the show. Why, why was it your favorite? I don't know if it's only simply because I could relate a lot off of the race epidemic you know there being mm-hmm. more of an african-american um s- staff and cast but it was just a very relatable show all around family matters was mm-hmm. good and all with steve urkels and whatnot but i mean the, it was funny will smith did his thing you can't, yep. you can't deny and they got real too they talked about real things too they did i appreciate that they kept show. it real they do there you go Nice. Yeah, I respect that show a lot. Nice. Well, you guys would be glad to hear then that my favorite 90s show was actually also Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. High five! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's pr- pretty much the same reasons. Um, I actually related a lot to um, Will Smith moving like from across the country over to California because um, in the playground is where he spent most of his days. Yeah. Shooting now, relaxing all, cooling all. You're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Okay. But um but yeah, that was pretty interesting. Um something else that I did too was I actually uh went ahead and did a survey oh. uh, with a couple of people at school actually oh, showing awesome. um the top the top um, 90s television shows that uh, people agreed um, was their favorite. There was a tie for first place. Oh, I'm excited. With 22% of the votes, it was Rugrats. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> and Tommy. And Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, shit. That, um, that's 90s like in a rap right there. Really Those it is, though. Yeah, I know. Just explains everything else right there. that came. It really does. Right? The best of both worlds. Um, why do you think Rugrats is so popular? I don't know. I love that it is, though. That's <laughs> funny. I yeah. love that that's one of the answers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it kind of captures, like, um, childhood, like, exploration. Because um, no matter how big of a task that, like, Tommy was going to go on or any of his friends were going to go on, that um, they would always meet that challenge. And it'd be, like, ridiculous. Like, it'd be dangerous stuff. Like, like you uh, ever see the movie? Yeah, I was like, I cried <laughs> in that movie. I was little, and I was upset. Just like, hey, just let's take a couple of babies bears. and just have them out in the wilderness surviving. Oh, reptar. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was Survivor with babies. It was. <laughs> 
I could relate to that show. I think as a kid, I like respected. I looked up to them. I was like, <laughs> yeah. they're my heroes. <laughs> they're awesome. You know what I think though? At least, yeah. at least for me, what I also think is that like Rugrats, we think of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, totally different television channel. But Rugrats was like the main, at least for my childhood, like epicenter of Nickelodeon. Off of Rugrats, then you get your Keenan and Kel and Are You Afraid of the Dark? So I don't know if anyone remembers that. That was my stuff back in the day. I never watched those. I, I, I know what those are. Yes. Love Keenan and Kel. Love yeah, all I didn't that. have cable, guys. <laughs> I didn't get... It's time to catch up. I got to watch Rugrats when I was at friend's house. <laughs> oh, man. That is so awesome. Um... But yes, moving forward, I actually have a special guest that's coming in, guys, um, to explain why they love what? 90s television. Have they been hiding? Yeah, yes, we're where are they? Oh, my God. Fernando! Fernando! Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello, my name is Fernando. And I came to tell you why I love 90s television. It is Saturday morning in 1993. Little Fernando is up and never so hungry. So little Fernando goes over to the kitchen. Little Fernando goes over to the kitchen. He grabs a bowl of cereal and leche and pours the leche all over his body. Because little Fernando is stressed, so he misses his mouth. What, what, what do you want of little Fernando? Stop laughing! <laughs> little Fernando grabs his favorite blanket, sniffs it, those times. <sighs> no mas! <laughs> little Fernando walks into the living room, grabs the television remotes, lights, those candles. <sighs> no mas! <laughs> Little Fernando turns on the television and the sound is like mwah to little Fernando's bonito little Fernando ears. Shh. And then it happens. Tiny Toon Aventuras. <laughs> and this, my friends, is why Fernando loves 90s television. <laughs> Bye, Fernando! I love that you had to put the sunglasses on. Bye, Fernando. What are you talking about? That Fernando put the sunglasses on? Sorry, Fernando had Bye, the Fernando. sunglasses on indoors. <laughs> that was good. Oh, my God. That was good, Fernando. I really like that. I'm proud of you. He comes and goes whenever he pleases. Oh, we have a lot to look Anyway, but Fernando. yeah, we're going <laughs> to... We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we will read some listener mail. Second. 
What's with Millennials? I am Dee Adonis sitting here with... Becca. And... Mr. Jeremy. Mr. Jeremy. Oh, yeah. I like that. So, listener mail. Bring it. Say mail time or something. Mail time, mail time, mail time. <laughs> this one is from our listener, Debbie. Debbie Hi, says... Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Debbie says, what is the millennial's preferred profession. Would a millennial make a good attorney? Debbie. Oh. Anyone want to address that? I think millennials sure do like to argue a lot from the self-righteousness <laughs> that they seem to have came upon out of nowhere. So they'll make very interesting I have like three arguments. cousins that are attorneys. Really? Are they millennials? Yeah. yeah. So they're good at arguing. Yeah. Awesome. They find creative ways, you know? It's mm-hmm. an ever-changing world where ever finding different ways to change and manipulate things, even words. So Now, the real question is, are they good, Becca? <laughs> are they good? <laughs> I, they good? I don't know. You don't know? They, they should be like, you know what? I just like doing this. She's <laughs> <laughs> <seems> really cool. <laughs> I'm not really good. How many times, here's the question, how many times do they have to take the bar? Um, I don't know. I never asked that question. I feel like I would know. never ask can't, somebody Can't that you question. just be like good at steady? Well, I guess being a lawyer is nothing but studying, right? Studying? Like, to my oh, understanding, yeah, sure. yeah. I think it's a lot it's of memorizing. It's a lot of studying and, and memorization. Memorize that stuff. You have to know things. You can't just like regurgitate it and then forget it. A millennial who is uh, a lawyer means that they were able to go through all the bullshit that they had to go through to get through school. Four years grad school. Yes. Yeah. Then law school. I had to go through. And then pass the bar. That. And then and a whole the summer school. taken away from you for the yeah, And then getting a job. Then finding one. Yeah. Job. Exactly. Some people become public defenders and stuff, but. They hate life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Really though. So where they might not be as seasoned, they are probably one of the most ambitious people they're like out there. Ready they know and fresh. the risk. I've known many. I've worked with many lawyers, yes. and they know the risk that they take. And there's different avenues that some go about. Like, you know, with me coming from a military background, I know for a fact that a lot of them will join the military to help pay all of them handsome, you know, student loans that they occur mm-hmm. over that seven, eight-year yeah. period. So they take the risk, and they know what's coming. And But they, I've met many, and they, they're solid, especially the ones coming about today. That's good. Awesome. That's good. So, Debbie, to answer your question. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right, good Becca, question. you said that uh, you had a uh, another fact that you wanted uh, to bring up. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I have a list here of the top 90s sitcoms. Okay. And to make it more fun, I'm going to have you guys guess. Ooh, see if you guys can okay. guess what number one is. All right. I'm Don't scared. think about what your number one is. What oh, you think okay. everybody's like, what is the most popular sitcom? sitcom? Yeah, 90s. Okay. All that. Mm. It was a sitcom. Oh, is that considered? No, that's more sketch comedy. So that's not a sitcom. Okay, so sitcom would be more like like um, 
like first prince or, or yeah and you guys are in the right yeah. but yeah. think about but it's not first prince because he already gave that away becca you got it right. dang so it it's i'm not sorry first... i don't have a poker face <laughs> it's not first prince okay roseanne wasn't in the 90s era. that was 80s and 90s so. okay let me ask you this is this a show that's still going on today yes not being that's I'm cheating. This is The I'm Simpsons. That's cheating. It's The Simpsons, isn't it? It's The Simpsons. It is not. It's not The Simpsons? It's not. What? It's a cartoon. It's not a sitcom. That's not a sitcom. Isn't it? It's a sitcom family. It's not. I don't think it's no. considered a So it's reality. Guy considered What's a that sitcom? one? Um, it's, it's reality then. Yeah. Okay. What's the one with mainly guys in it? Not friends, but the, um, what's the Dude. other one? Frasier. Is it Frasier? No, it's not still going on right now. It's, it's still ongoing yeah, it's still, with new episodes. Like new episodes? No, it's being oh, aired. See, so that I'm threw sorry. Me off. I'm sorry. I thought that was clear. Got clarity now. I so I'm still sorry. sticking with Frasier. So you're gonna stick with Frasier? Yeah. I'm gonna say. I never oh, okay. If he's gonna say that the '90s with that started and it just keep going, then I would say yeah, like Friends then or like. Final what? answer. That's Friends. I'm gonna say Friends. Okay, you guys are both wrong, but so close. It's Seinfeld. What? Yeah, that was my. I guessed that too when I was like, I wonder Seinfeld. what it is. I think that's yeah. what I... And then Friends is second, Frasier is third, Home yeah. Improvement is fourth, Roseanne is fifth, that then it's yes. Full House, I'm Fresh Prince, and Family Matters. I love that Full House is on there because that was my all time favorite show as a kid. Like, why? I don't know. It used to come on like after I was supposed to be in bed, that and the Cosby show. And they would both come on back to back when I was supposed to be in bed. So I would like sneak up in the middle of the night and I would turn on the TV, but it's like on the lowest volume setting and like put my ear up against it and watch those two shows for two hours. And I would, but I sometimes couldn't stop laughing so hard. So my mom would come in and she'd be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, turn off your TV. I'm Full House with the Cosby Show and everyone got me in trouble. <laughs> they both would because I'd laugh so hard. Now, another interesting thing that I always, that I, uh, always wondered about is... Why do you think that millennials watch so much cartoons as adults? I think it's because it was mostly what we watched as kids. I didn't watch much reality shows as kids. I only watched cartoons. That's true. We, we were kind of raised up on Besides Full like, House and stuff like that. But yeah. yeah, but like we were talking about Rugrats and then there was like, hey Arnold and... Yeah, we were kind of... you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did kind of grow up in like um, a generation the where... Thornberries. Like the, the, yeah. golden, the golden revolution of uh, of cartoons. Yeah. Like I think we're the generation also when they started playing cartoons 24-7 yeah. on like stations. Cartoon Network. Yeah. Nickelodeon. Because that, that wasn't a thing. Oh God, this guy. And scooby <laughs> I love Not gonna lie, when I was little, I did watch Sailor Moon before going to class because it was the only thing on. <laughs> but then I kind of got into it. I was like, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> it got silent, so I'm gonna show you. But then you get Dragon Ball Z. So yes. everything's or Pokemon. perfect. All, I'm still sticking with Dragon Ball Z. It was, you know, growing up, the number one action cartoon in the history of the world. That was my argument to everything. Goku is the shit, Vegeta is almost as equal. He's over 9,000. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. <laughs> over 9,000! Um, but yeah, so something else that we also had that we didn't have in the uh, before the 90s, I believe was uh, Saturday morning. No, they had Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. But we One had it for a Saturday. lot longer. A lot longer hour spans. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like the one show. The one show. Everybody got yeah. up and watched. It was like, you got up and watched your favorite one. Exactly. Because exactly. you had more to choose from, I guess. More channels, too, right? probably. 
Well, yeah, we do. We definitely do now. Well, d- and even then, like if opposed from when our parents were kids and watching Saturday, like weekend they had the cartoons for now. And the Jetsons, though. I mean, yes, this is true. They do go do back those. and watch it. That stuff is still pretty dope. Funny. <laughs> I love the Flintstones. Um, I think um, a lot of us related to because uh, we learned a lot of our morals. Yeah. Kind of from cartoons where um, we there's someone who's the underdog um, who has to kind of rise up to a challenge. Um, even though they have some some kind of ultimate downfall in their character, yeah, and they have to you know rise up and and it's usually something relatable, like yeah, a doubt, like, like something that you struggle with in real life, like being too shy or being bullied or something like that. I feel you. Know, Scooby Doo yeah. is the same way. I mean, you got Shaggy and Scooby Doo are you know just the two stoners <laughs> trying to so make but... peace in the world, but you know, yeah, the issues. I get it. Yeah. So teaching us morals and being stoners. Thank and you. And so Gary. now we have <laughs> Family Guy and American Dad <laughs> to teach us and Simpsons to teach our young people right? morals. Pornography. Jeez. And we've oh, we we've our censorship has has changed Dramatic. since then too. Because yeah, yeah, now they would have not been able to brought, bring out a show like Family Guy. Oh, definitely not. Uh, back that, then. No. That is just so upfront. Was, Sometimes I'm embarrassed to watch it. Like, my mom will be in the room or something. Like, when I visit, I'll just not even think about it. Uh-huh. And then I will think about it. I'm like, my mom is in the room and I'm watching this. <laughs> She's like, what? What's wrong with watching Family Guy? I love Family Guy. The <laughs> vulgarness. That's the vulgarness. Okay. Yes, it's very vulgar. You know what? Someone asked me this question, and I thought it was a good question, too. Um, what would you, if you had a kid, what would you let your kid watch first? Simpsons or Family Guy? Probably Simpsons. That's what I said. Simply no, because Rugrats first. He started off on Rugrats first. SpongeBob? No, no. <gasps> no. There are so many. I've heard. Like I like the way, and I respect the way that you know. As you go back and watch things like the Rugrats on Netflix or something like that, you go back with your adult mind and you see some of the obscenities or absurdities that they like were the able to get. But, stuff? Right. Yeah. You realize them now when you didn't then. However, in SpongeBob. It's just completely stupid. Granted, we have yes. Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy was yeah. of a whole nother world, but uh-huh. granted, SpongeBob is treated like a regular day show, whereas Ren and Stimpy, it was a little hard for us to catch. I remember. I, I looked for that show. That, <laughs> it's, just, it's kind uh, of mind-numbing a little bit, but I like it. I do. I can't help it. Sorry, guys. I'll let my children okay. watch SpongeBob. <laughs> we'll let that slide for now, Becca. <laughs> SpongeBob lover. <laughs> All right. Um, anything? Anyone have anything else to bring up, Rad? Yes. I, I just I wanted to bring up something else, something that you mentioned earlier. Yes. In regards mm-hmm. to how millennials today are, you know, on that verge of entrepreneurship. You think back before the '90s, a lot of child actors that started out in things like sitcoms or TV shows that were provided back in the '60s, '70s, and '80s, a lot of them lost lost their edge after it. You know, people like, um, what's a little little man named um, Gary Coleman? That man, you know, he, his life just went up and down and twisted sideways. Not that many child actors made it out. You know, kids yeah. that our parents, when they were kids, who they were able to connect to, those people really didn't make it out in the world after that. You yeah, know? you're right. Whereas with us, we take up Keenan and Kel. Keenan's still doing his thing since the 90s on SNL. Yep. Kel Mitchell has stayed just as busy, just not as predominant on screen he's yeah. helped producing and writing and 
working mm-hmm. with music and all these other though. Will Smith, again, someone that we connected to in the 90s. It's still it's doing one of the highest gross paid actors yeah. in the world right yep. now. Like, and just he's selective. He's able to be selective and prosper off of every move that he makes, along with his wife. Mm-hmm. I know. He's still Jada married Pickett. Too, and, like, just, y'all better awesome. not ever get divorced, man. I swear to God, y'all better <laughs> never ever get divorced. I don't think they will. They've been nah, together. They, for so they've long. been doing great and things. It's awesome. Though. You don't ever see that either. And guys, they did it. Guys, that is the power of 90s television. Right there. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you, Will Smith. Um, But yeah, this has been fun, guys. Um, Anyone have any last things, dates? Bring your friends. Subscribe, all your friends. Bring them all. Bring them all. (laughs) Bring them all and subscribe, definitely. Yeah, bring all your friends and Will Smith rocks, I think, is the... I think that has been the The overall consensus of this podcast, is that we are all Will Smith lovers. Willie Smith. (laughs) Willie Willie Smith? The Willie Smiths? We almost became groupies tonight, but... (laughs) Pretty much. Always, Always been. If you guys have any feedback, any questions, want to write into us, have your uh, mail read on the air, feel free to write us at wwmpodcast at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, this has been fun. Once again, you've been listening to What's With Millennials. My name is Dee Adonis. I'm Becca. And this is Jeremy saying, stay sexy, Sacramento. <laughs> really? <laughs> and we're out. <laughs>